This is the Notorious Bakersfield Podcast. I'm Robert Peterson, the host and creator of this podcast that takes a look back at some of Bakersfield's most notorious crimes, events, and characters. Hey folks, just a quick breaking news update. The downtown walking tour that uh, Notorious Bakersfield and the Kern County Historical Society is doing this weekend is sold out. But don't worry, I've talked to the Kern Historical Society. Since the response has been overwhelming, we intend to do the same tour again. We just need to get through this one before we start planning another one. So keep an eye out for that. This story is every parent's nightmare. On Saturday, May 10th, 1969, a chartered bus carrying 20 Girl Scouts and their four adult chaperones crashed. They were returning to Bakersfield after touring Universal Studios in Los Angeles when the accident occurred. Newspaper reports from the time said they were touring movie studios in Universal City, so I assume it was... Universal Studios. This excursion should have been fun, but it turned deadly for three Bakersfield Girl Scouts. This is Girl Scout Bus Crash. Remember, I welcome suggestions for future stories. If you have a story idea, you can contact me through the website, NotoriousBakersfield.com. Click the contact link to send me a message. And while you're at NotoriousBakersfield.com, you can show your support. Click the support link to buy me a cup of coffee. Be sure to follow the Notorious Bakersfield social media pages. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Pictures related to each episode, including this one, are posted to those social media pages. For members of Girl Scout Troop 169, May 10th, 1969, began early that morning. The 20 Girl Scouts and their four chaperones boarded an Orange Belt chartered bus at Millie Munsey Elementary School. They're traveling to the Los Angeles area to tour movie studios, a day that promised to be filled with fun. Their trip down was uneventful, and their time spent there lived up to its height. But their journey home to Bakersfield was nothing anyone on that bus expected, and those who survived, something they'll never forget. Twelve miles north of Castaic on Interstate 5, California Highway Patrol Officer Edwin Holmes had a motorist pulled over. A light rain was falling. The patrolman and motorist were talking. In mid-sentence, the motorist said, God, look at that. When Officer Holmes looked up, he witnessed an Orange Belt chartered bus skidding sideways down a downgrade. It continued sliding out of control. It dropped over an embankment rear first. 
then rolled onto its side. The CHP officer witnessed one person being thrown from the bus as it came to a stop. By the time Officer Holmes reached the accident site, most of the passengers who had been on the bus were outside the bus. They had either been thrown from the bus or had self-extricated themselves. It was later determined that most of the passengers were thrown from the bus as it overturned down the 25-foot embankment. The accident scene was chaotic. The girls were dazed, injured, and weeping. Other rescue workers rushed to the scene. When word reached Bakersfield that the bus carrying the Girl Scout troop had been involved in an accident, the Bakersfield office of the CHP was overwhelmed with telephone calls. Frantic parents were seeking information about their children. Adding to the chaos and confusion, since most of the passengers were children, none were carrying identification, and they were transported to five separate Los Angeles area hospitals. Since the medical centers in proximity to the accident location filled up quickly, some of the victims were transported as far away as Burbank. When officials released the information regarding this tragedy, the toll was stunning. Three Girl Scouts lost their lives, and everyone who survived suffered some type of physical injury. The injuries ranged from minor to critical. Six of the injured were categorized as critical, including the bus driver, 32-year-old Buster Beebe. The three Girl Scouts who died were Nancy Tatum, 10 years old, Lisa Roth, 9 years old, and Meredith Melanson, age 14. One of the most seriously injured was a 32-year-old chaperone, Frances Adera. Her spinal cord was severed. Frances suffered paralysis from her chest down. She was the wife of a Bakersfield-based CHP officer, Edward Adera. After spending several weeks looking into what caused the accident, the CHP determined that the tread on the bus's tires was inadequate for the wet road conditions, and they reported that Buster Beebe, the driver, failed to inspect the tires before the trip. The Los Angeles County District Attorney later charged Beebe with three misdemeanor counts of manslaughter. In the weeks and months that followed the bus accident, lawsuits started rolling in. All of the claims laid blame on two entities, the bus company, Orange Belt Stages, and the bus driver, Buster Beebe. These lawsuits reached nearly $2 million. Buster Beebe, the bus driver, was charged with three counts of manslaughter. Nine months after the accident, Beebe stood trial for those charges in Newhall, near where the accident occurred. The prosecution's case zeroed in on the worn tires and claimed that Buster Beebe could have refused to drive the bus with the tires in that condition, or he could have slowed down when it began to rain. Buster Beebe's attorney defended his clients also by focusing on the tires. He argued there was nothing illegal about the condition of the tires. 
When BB drove the bus out of the Orange Belt yard that morning, the tires had adequate tread on them. They were worn, but they weren't bald, and they weren't below safety standards. The emotional trial became one of the longest in the history of Newhall's old courthouse. It also marked the first time a Newhall jury deliberated overnight to decide a case. And when the jury did reach their verdict, they found Buster Beebe innocent of the three manslaughter charges. In 2019, on the 50th anniversary of this accident, in an interview with KBAK Eyewitness News, survivor Becky Falgatter recalled how she was thrown through the bus's windshield and landed in a tree. She suffered a brain contusion, and doctors believed if she lived, she'd be in a vegetative state for the rest of her life. But Becky Falgatter did recover, as did Jody Serban a fellow survivor from that tragedy. In that segment from Eyewitness News, Jody recalled how she spent days in the hospital following the crash. She could barely move her mouth and for weeks could only eat baby food. From what I can tell from the reporting back then, the lawsuit stemming from the accident never went to trial. Orange Belt stages eventually settled. It took nearly two years to reach an agreement. Initially, the dollar amount to these suits climbed to nearly $2 million when they were filed. However, the settlement reach between Orange Belt and the victims, or the victims' families, was $607,000, less than a million dollars. That's not for one victim. That's the total amount for all victims. At the time, in 1971, that was thought to be the largest of its kind in Kern County history. Frances Adara, the adult chaperone who was paralyzed, she received the most, the biggest portion, which was $480,000. When you take away that amount from the total, that only leaves $127,000 left for the other victims, including the families of the three children who lost their lives. I suppose at the time, that seemed like a lot of money. Looking back 52 years later, it seems like a small amount to me. And when you compare it to today's dollars, adjusting for inflation, it is a meager settlement. Compared to today's dollars, $127,000 in 1971 equals about $946,000 today. Less than a million dollars for an accident that resulted in three deaths, not to mention all the horrible injuries. There is a plaque on the campus of Millie Munsey Elementary School memorializing the three victims who lost their lives, Nancy Tatum, Lisa Roth, and Meredith Melanson. Nancy Tatum and Meredith Melanson are buried at Greenlawn Cemetery. Lisa Roth is buried in Santa Barbara. Frances Adara, the chaperone who was left with permanent paralysis, passed away in 2014. 
her obituary published in the Bakersfield Californian, mention the 1969 bus crash. It stated, quote, The accident left her a paraplegic, but for those of us who knew Fran, it didn't slow her down, unquote. Resources used to research this story, the Bakersfield Californian, The Signal, KBAK Eyewitness News, and findagrave.com. This is Robert Peterson. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I'll be back next week, next Tuesday, with another notorious Bakersfield story. Until then, stay safe, stay out of trouble. Don't become a future episode of the Notorious Bakersfield podcast. Have a good week.